Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Does anybody else feel like, oh, finally, we've got these artifacts and then we can, I don't know, open up a restaurant? That's the one. So it's not like I would want to move back there tomorrow. You know, it's quite beautiful, actually. I'm sure he's fine. Doran, have you been drinking table wine again? Which is a good distraction. We're just here for the giants. We have to bring them back to the temple. Look, we all have regrets. It was not a great time. Well, we didn't really meet anybody. <laughs> it looks like you've got a story to tell. So I never really liked the name The Nightstone Fool that much anyway. Well, we should pick a new one then. Well, let's go with Doran and, and the, the Wineskins. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is episode 137, Tricks of the Trade. MVP this week is Jay Gunner, who left us a glowing review on Apple Podcasts. They wrote, a great combination of humor and storytelling, highly recommended. Thanks, Jay. Hello from the Hollowoods is an award-winning queer horror fiction podcast. This nightmarish show broadcasts three weekly stories directly to your dreams, exploring the lives of LGBTQ plus survivors as they grapple with twisted wildlife, the instrumentalist, and other terrors in the forest at the end of the world. Check it out if you want to chill. All right, shall we do this? Yeah, let's do it. Springtime is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Isn't it? It's not here yet. <laughs> I, you know what? I mean, it's it's really flirting with the idea of being here. If yeah. Saturday is like 
It's supposed to be the earliest you can see the cherry blossoms in High Park. It's going to be like 15 degrees. Yeah. I was at Walking Louie, and there was a robin on the ground in front of us, and it didn't fly away. Mm. And then the, the bird was like, cheep, 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 like lost his mind, and then flew away at the last second. I'm like, what, what's with this bird? Because there was a little egg on the ground. Oh, and I no. think the bird was trying to get us to follow it instead of investigate it its little. <laughs> but I mean, if there's a an egg on the ground, it's fucked, right? You gotta eat it. You could put it Not back in it. <laughs> Louie ate it. It's the law. You have to eat the robin's egg. <laughs> Although I, I learned you're not allowed to fuck with them. They're protected robins. They're yeah. migratory protected. Really? Yeah, it, because I learned yeah. this this week because uh, we've, yeah. we've got a, a big tank out of service at, You're a bird uh, guy. at work. And so we're we're doing some some work on it. And don't we find a nest in some of the machinery? And so now all the contractors take pictures of this nest. It's a robin. Turns out, like, you cannot move that nest. We can't put the nest back in service because robins are protected migratory birds. Yeah. So I know very few things about anything. And for some reason, I knew that as well. And really? I don't know why. Huh. Yeah. I, it was, this was it news to me this some... week. I, I, I never thought well, they were terribly, like... I would bet it was probably a similar situation where some random shit yeah. happened and I was like at work 10 years ago and I was like, oh, yeah, we got to move that thing. Because that for some so, reason. It's funny you say that because Are there Robin I avoided <laughs> Fines and everything. becoming a, a bird lawyer, a criminal, <laughs> because we've got a Robin that builds a nest just like in our back door, like in mm-hmm. right at the top of the back door. Oh, you should still kill that thing. Oh, and I was going <laughs> to no. pull it down. And then we were like, no, I'll just leave it. But I kind of feel bad because it's like that we keep our recycling and the little great compost bin out there. So we're always going out the back door. And Do you so, get dive bombed by the mama bird? Not yet. Every time you. Not yet. We haven't yeah, yet. that's what happens. Give it time. Justin. We, we, <laughs> had a, we had a nest at my place under the stoop. And oh, uh, it was those two years ago. And oh, every time me or my roommate would come back home, both of the robins would leave the nest and just start dive bombing us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They'd explode it was on impact, scary right? at first. I'm pretty sure robins explode on impact. <laughs> it just that's, blew dye everywhere. It speckled. It's quite a sight. Well, I've been talking to it. It, it felt like Tippy Hedren. <laughs> Ew. Tippy Hedren? What's that? It's an actress. Come on. From the birds, guys. Oh, oh yeah, thank you. I didn't know her explode. name. I was confused at Not the reference. Not in that movie. <laughs> Eventually she did. in the movie. Right. Uh, I Tippi didn't feel Hedren like going explodes. down that path. I was still on the old path. <laughs> Rob's been taking some great pictures of spring. I, I, I've seen them. Yeah, great. Rob. Your new camera. It's yeah. true. You're I commented very... on your photos and you deleted the comments. I did not. How dare. <sighs> Why did, did you, you do that, Rob? I, I didn't, but I, I should go find the comments Laughing. because they really added a Carl's lot of making... value to those photos. <laughs> I think like, I commented drama. on two pictures of fish and I wrote, fush. <laughs> and then I wrote, big, <laughs> big fush. <laughs> yeah, and the, what, what's what's funny is it's you. just a smaller fish zoomed in more. That's the part yeah. that really got me into <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not wrong because technically, I mean, looking the, at a smaller it, fish, bigger, it's still big. Yeah, I guess if you That's really awesome. want to, felt really good. No, we we went to because um, you they were like six days old and no one had commented or liked, and I was like, I gotta say something. So I wrote fish, but then I spelt it wrong quickly, and I was like, I'm going. With it was really it. fun. We went double down. Um, we went to Kingsville for for a couple of days, sitting on a cottage at the side of the Lake Erie, and, and went to like Point Pelee and Pelee Island and the southernmost bits in Canada you can get. And there were a bunch of little fishes and uh, great egrets and blue herons and all kinds of cool stuff. Fishes, fish. I, I I think both are correct, aren't they? But I always say fush. Fush is the plural. Yeah, I, I mean, good it's it's a it's a very regional. Very regional uh, dialect. That's right. That's right. You use that excuse a lot. Very regional. Oh, you catch there a fush there. As he's there with his fush. That's a nice fush. Fush. So why do you take pictures of fish and birds? Fush. Uh, So fush and bards. (laughs) Because I've become old, I think. There's definitely definitely Mm. crossing a threshold where I never used to care. But now they're like Mm -hmm. right outside the door at my... You know, and so I might as well, if I'm working from home, get up and take a walk around and stare Man. at the Cardinals or something. I'll be on the phone with my mom and she'll be like, yeah, and then I went down to shoes. Oh, Brian, there's a, look, 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 <laughs> Cardinals. That, there's three of them. And she'll just start talking about that's oh, very the relatable. birds that she sees. <laughs> relatable to you or to, to me? I, well, no, my, oh, my, it, my, my grandma was big into birds and like really, really gave a shit about a lot of them. 
And I I didn't for a long time until I'm until I don't know this. I think it maybe is a pandemic thing. I think maybe that's what happened. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I have to bring something up. Uh oh. So we haven't had intros for a while, and there's a few reasons behind that. And I'm going to be putting this into the intro. Let's unpack it. Uh, but one of the biggest reasons is that we started repeating stories. Yeah. And this is one of them. Verbatim, Rob has said this before that he's turning into an old person. Yep. And that he is like, because his, and I remember Wait, specifically what else is there to say about, about the birds? No, all there is about no, no. it. I have no issue with it. I'm just <laughs> laughing because I didn't realize it until I, a good minute in this conversation. I was like, oh shit, we have said this before. Have I also uh, said the birds? birder thing have i also asked yes you've also talked about tippy hedron no i didn't i didn't (laughs) know tip no i did not no because i did not know tippy hedron until like last week oh then maybe you 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 watched the birds last week no i it was in a book i narrated the kevin andrew murphy one oh Oh. nice (laughs) that's gonna make it in Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think what we need to start doing is we need to like watch a movie Together? together. <gasps> no, well, separately. But then our intro is going to be two. So we have now two parts. We have the main show, uh-huh. but then the first 10, 15 minutes of every show, we just talk about the movie we Movie watched. review? So we have a movie review packed into Dice Shape I like from here on. I like and that. slowly, we like make it like this thing about movie reviews, and then Dice yeah, and Shame then, and just then, yeah, the play becomes less and, then, and less and less. <laughs> and less. It's like a bad in a way, we'd be doubling down, right? So so maybe our intros get really popular to the point where we can do a second show, mm-hmm. just movie reviews. So I'm calling it now. <laughs> Let's just try the movie thing because uh, it's a suggestion and it's better than okay. nothing. So within the next... I watched Sound of Music. <laughs> Got to the Nazi part. That's the best part. I've never seen the birds. I'd watch the birds. It's probably short. I don't watch, watch the birds. The, I don't watch the start of the sound of music. I just watch the end Let's part because that's the best. Part. That's the best part. <laughs> that's the satisfying. Part. Who needs all the pastoral and the nuns? There's and not the, even any movies I, I really want to see that I would recommend. Should we play some D and D, boys? Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. The high forest is still and quiet under the moonlight of early hammer. So deep in midwinter, the nights seem to last forever. Perhaps you're feeling somewhat accomplished, with the four giant relics tucked neatly away in the portable hole. But the woods around you seem as enchanted as they did back in the autumnal bliss of Shadowtop Cathedral. Snow crystals shimmer in every moonbeam. The stars glitter in a navy ocean. The woods around you are awash in a dreamlike peace. Despite this peace, you know you're not far from Bayrun as well. It's past midnight. Are you planning on camping for the night where you are? Do you want to make some more space between yourselves and the barbarians? What's your plan? I think we should make a little bit more space between ourselves and the barbarian, Red says completely unprompted. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I'm feeling really good about this, guys. We have the items. Yeah. Back on to Evelyn and then to... Mesoberanzian, nope. Marzipan, nope. Uh, Mirabar. Oh, excuse Mirabar. me. That's the one. Mirabar. Back to Mirabar, well, and then I... on up to the spine of the world. Mm-hmm. I think we might be uh, turning a new leaf. I agree with you. Yeah, we're probably just going to save the world in the next week or so. Yeah, that's a realistic goal to set. And then we can, I don't know, open up a restaurant. <laughs> restaurant, really? Is that still on your uh, to-do <laughs> list, Craylock? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it just seems like your attitude as of late is leaned less uh, towards cooking. I still like to cook. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of tired of, well, this. I could use a change of scenery. We've been traveling for a long time. Well, it feels like a long time, but really it's only been what? A couple of months. A couple of months. God, I'm too old for this. <laughs> Maybe I do need to retire. Well, I mean, I just mean to say that your, your joie de vivre, as it were, it seems to uh, dimmed over the last little bit. Yeah. That's not a judgment. I mean, we've all dimmed in one way or another. Some of us in the intellect, Red says, and pokes himself in the eye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I died a week ago, so that kind of was a bummer. But since then, it's kind of been up and down. And today I'm just kind of feeling, you know, a little like... Neutral? Thank you. Doran from the back of the pack pipes up. 
You know, it's sort of ironic considering the fact that we are carrying around four of these heavy, heavy, heavy giant artifacts. I certainly feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. Like, does anybody else feel like, oh, finally, we've got these artifacts. We can move on and and do what we have to do. What do we have to do next? What's next? Doran, have you been drinking table wine again? We have to bring them back to the temple. I don't know that I want to count the chickens before they've they've hatched. I, I remember... Coming mm. in this direction when I felt pretty high in the sky, and then our balloon crashed and got blown up, and we lost the relics, and it was not a great it was not a great time, and that was not very long ago. So if we can oh. make it safely to Everland and, and back through Mirabar, rendezvous with Harshnag, figure out what the Oracle wants us to do next, maybe we'll f- you know we got to find some conches to stop the giants because ultimately this is just about pleasing the Oracle to get their help, and that's. True, but unless the ground is going to fall out from under us, mm. then we're going to be fine. It's not like the same as the airship. Obviously, that was a little bit more tumultuous of a situation, being at the beck and call of a dragon cult. But here, we're on our own. In the woods! Red says, his voice echoing <laughs> yeah, the trees. In a, in a sort of a eerie silence. <sighs> anyway, yeah, we should make camp for the night. Once we cover a little bit more distance. Maybe we should just hike through the night. Well, you're in a rush now. Look, we've well well No, but it's it's you know, it's quite beautiful actually. There it's calm. Hey, wasn't this the woods where we camped and that uh, big old creature leaned up against the bubble and we got to see his underbelly? Oh, is that this woods? With the fairies, right? Yeah, it was a few months ago back on the uh, west side of the forest, I think. Yeah, the high forest is pretty oh. big. Um we saw some yeah. fairies and stuff. It was Yeah. I recognize that tree. Red points to a nearby tree. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, that, that oh. one does look familiar, but it looks like that one. Yeah, and that one, and that one too. Actually, what kind of tree is it? Coniferous. Yeah, I think they're all they're all kind of the same in this. It eats meat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Good job. Uh, Good job, Red. Thanks. Inspiration. <laughs> so you head west a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I wonder yeah. how things went at Jalanthar. What happened to the rest of the dwarves? Yeah, I'm sure we'll find out if we're getting back to Everland. It mm. seems like that <clears throat> place has got a good pulse on the surrounding area. We should let them know that the Jalanthar dwarves have been disbanded. People can go back to their homes. That's kind of big news. Yeah. yeah. I get to tell them! It's not like the land has been pacified. They lit a bunch of fires and left a bunch of meat and giants overran it. So it's not like I would want to move back there tomorrow without, you know, having an army to come help make sure it was safe. True. Some people are glass half full people and other people are jack. (laughs) And as you say that, Red, Doran's like finishing his wine skin. He's like, well, I'll tell you this much, the wine skin's empty. (laughs) But... There's something that's bothering me. It's, it's, it's um... Does anyone notice the Drunkadorn gets the more he sounds like Grover? People? <laughs> Who's Grover? Grover? Oh, he's from an old Mazdakin play. Oh. <laughs> Those Mazdakins. <laughs> Origin stories. No, anyways. It's kind of bothering me because uh, they were calling the Jalanthar dwarves the Nightstone Four. It didn't make any sense. There's a lot more than four of them. We, ha- we have to do something about that and clear our name. I mean... No? I don't care. I would love to. It, nothing would make me happier than to be able to spend some time here and set this area right. But I think our bigger priority is to put our pride down, bite the bullet that some people wrecked our name, and go sort this giant ordning out first, because ultimately, I think that will save more lives. Who? Agreed. And also, I never really liked the name the Nightstone for that much anyway. Well, we should pick a new one then. <sighs> well, let's go with... Doran and, and the Cranberries. The wineskins. <laughs> I love that Red and Doran both go for their names and the blanks. <laughs> I mean, how about uh, we fucked up at Don Glow? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, or uh, we're just Lord. here for the Giants. <laughs> no, no, I'm just teasing. Look, the truth is the Nightstone Fall does apply to us, whether we like it or not. Eventually, eventually, we will need to reclaim it so that people don't fear us when we ride through. It's just stuck. So, yeah, we'll, we'll do it after the ordering. You know, in 20 years. Doran's bit the cork out of the wine bottle that he's had in his mm-hmm. pouch that he got from Jack's mom's house. And he's pouring it into his wine skin. I do feel like this is the third time you've used the last bottle from Jack's mom's house. And that's oh, perfect. Oh, I, I keep pulling he's it out. He's changed it to a decanter of uh, endless wine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. <laughs> Anyway, let's uh, let's just keep walking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So you guys head through the forest, you make camp for the night, and the next day dawns, you continue to head west, not following your footsteps exactly, maybe aiming to circumvent the burned husk of Jalanthar. The weather is unseasonably pleasant, though still freezing. Your travels are unaccosted by any blizzard or storm. Wow. We should really hike in these forests more often because it's quite beautiful in here. It's kind of nice to just walk. You know, so much of our last few months has been zip zap zabooey from here to there that it's kind of nice to just stretch my little paws again. Mm-hmm. Right, Jack? Yeah. Kieran is merrily trotting through the undergrowth, fantail wagging, tiny hat perched on their head. Cute. I mean, the, the nice part about the unseasonably nice weather is it's great to make a snowball and have him try to catch it out of the air. Like, there's a, there's a pretty good amount of throw it on up ahead and see if he can jump and get it before it hits the ground, which is a good distraction for busy minds. Yeah. Mm. Right, Shale? Red pigs another small animal and feeds it to Shale, the little hulkling that's... Big enough now that it's clearly weighing Red down as we walk. The straps on your baby Bjorn are straining. The visual of this Umberhulk stuffing a whole pigeon into its mouth, just (laughs) coughing out two feathers, just got to me. Uh I'm definitely this thing's mother. Jack, maybe while you're throwing snowballs for Kieran, Kieran is up ahead and Red, you're finding game for Shale. A leafless oak tree to your left scrapes at the sky with its branches and hanging from a thick limb a large teardrop shaped parcel swings gently and from within as you get closer you hear a muffled voice call out to you hey hey up here hey you guys hear that uh shale you spoke to me i don't think that was shale red uh hey no we heard you we heard you uh, we heard you. Who's talking? Do you, you need help down? Yeah, can you help me down, please? Who's talking? I'm, I'm in a real pickle up here. Look, look up there in the mm-hmm. in the bundle there, Red. Wait, what is that? Can I roll perception? Dorn, like, cranks his head. Yeah, you can roll perception. 17. Red, you can see with your keen eyes, this teardrop-shaped parcel appears to be made of a woven rope net mm. and contains something large and hairy. The fur that pokes from the spaces in the net appears to be blue-gray, and there are some fabric evident inside as well, maybe clothing. Hey, there's a person up there. What do your keen eyes see? That. Look. My point. It's only like 50 feet above us. Mm-hmm. Huh? I know your neck doesn't turn up, Doran. Just lie lie on your back <laughs> on the ground. Doran can't look up. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> what is it? stubby. <laughs> His like neck is too thick. He can't turn. He's like Joe Rogan. What is it though? <laughs> like, head and shoulders. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. literally head, head and shoulders. How'd you get up there, friend? Uh, uh, I can tell you the whole story uh, when I'm back down on the ground. Please, I just I can't feel my legs. No, hold on a second. I'll, I'll get you, um, Jack. Just cut me loose. Pulls out Dazan's wand. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Red holds up his hand. Just, just wait a second. I don't know who this is. Don't go helping him. He's in a net. What if what if he's there for a reason? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. We have to we have to be careful. Doubt things, remember? Kraloth casts sacred flame on the rope and it collapses oh. to the ground. Oh, chaotic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Kraloth, what the hell? We clearly outnumber him. I don't think we have anything to worry about if it is like that. Is he okay? That's a big fall. I'm sure he's fine. <sighs> we also don't know who we might be pissing off by cutting someone down who might have put him up there, Kraloth. You use your head next time. Yeah, that's future Kraloth's problem. No, it's our problem, and you're making it our problem by not listening to us. It's rude. I don't like that. Ooh. What was that? It's rude. I don't like that. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm going to rush over to the guy who has just been thrown onto the ground from high up a tree and make sure he's still breathing. Step one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This parcel, this net, falls heavily to the ground, and the creature inside does not move. Great. Uh, Let's keep going, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We fucked up. And Kraloth walks over next to Jack, kneels down, pulls the netting off, and uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, what am I looking at here? Kraloth, you reveal a tall humanoid, maybe of a size with you, completely covered in shaggy, livid fur that darkens to navy in places shorter on its face and hands, with a bulbous nose and surprisingly deft-looking fingers. 
Their eyes are partly closed, seemingly dead to the world. They're clothed in a dark green tunic and belt and leather breeches, but their chest rises and falls. Clearly not dead, maybe stunned or unconscious. Uh, he's alive. He'll be fine. What? Yeah, what kind of creature is this, Jack? I don't know. Do I recognize him? You can roll a nature check. I'd love to. 13. Definitely a humanoid of some kind. You're not familiar with this sort. They're of the world, but yeah, we'll have to have them tell us their whole story, maybe. <sighs> maybe I'll recognize them. Red walks over, and I'll do the same. What yeah. is it, a nature roll? Yes, please. 18. With an 18 red, maybe you've never met one, or maybe you have. It's up to you. This creature is called a furbolg. Mm. They are a large race, typically. Um, some people say that perhaps they are descended long ago from giants, so it makes sense that you're familiar with them maybe in passing. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a furbolg. A furball? Hey, you there, friend? <laughs> Doesn't look like a furball. He's hairier than you, Doran. Yeah. Well, he's a little hairier, I mean. Doran, like, puts his arm out. <laughs> he takes that as an insult. <laughs> what do you do? Do you try to wake him? Do you search him? Do you... Kraloth will pat his shoulder and kind of smack his cheek a bit. It's like, come on, mm-hmm. come on, wake up, wake up. You're all right. Hey, hey, hello, hello. He slowly rouses back to the world and looks blearily around at the four of you. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Sorry about the rough landing there. Oh, that's okay. I, I've I've had worse. <laughs> eh. So you're a furball. Fur furbolg. You you know who I am. That's cool. Uh, sorry. <clears throat> my name is uh, Baljor. Oh, that's a nice name. Hi, my name is Red. This is my best friend Doran. Hello. This is my best friend Jack. And this is my best friend Kraloth. Hey, I really appreciate you guys helping me out there. You you didn't have to do that, and you just you just went for it. Why'd you get stuck up there? Oh, I mean, you, you guys are really nice people. Very, very trusting. I'm not. Um, well, I, well, I was, I obviously got caught in a trap. Stupid me. Uh, how'd you get stuck in a trap? Normally they don't exist unless they're trying to uh, trap something. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not an animal. This is totally no, no, a trap. No, that's that's not what I was saying. I I think this trap was set up for animals, wouldn't you say? Well, yeah, large seven foot animals. I think Doran like starts to inspect the trap. Hmm. Good idea. What would that be? An uh... roll an investigation check. Investigating Doran. He pulls out a little magnifying glass. Well, mm. Sherlock Doran. A nine. He's like, well, nine? it's rope. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Actually, that's not rope. <laughs> it's like wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, this net is well made. The rope is made of hemp. Thorn mm. mm. like picks it up and chews on it a bit. He's like, mm. yep. So it was it was Baldur was uh, Baljor Baldur Theothion. Baljor the Baldur Theothion. <clears throat> Sorry, I stumbled over my own name there. I mean, you've been I've been stuck up in the net for so long. Yeah. Yeah. How long has it been? Whew. Uh, since last night. Oh, okay. Uh, I really did a bad job of this one. What one? Uh. What one? What would, What did you mess up? I really shouldn't um talk too much about it because it's I could get in big trouble. Oh, but I right. really appreciate you You're guys. You're among talk, friends here. No, here, yeah, don't worry about it. Here, have a treat. I, what? I baked these this Give morning. Dog you must treat. be hungry. <laughs> he takes it from you and he smells it. Very, very carefully with his large nose. Mm. And he breaks it and he runs a finger along the crust of the biscuit and and rubs the crumbs between his fingers. And then he stands up and he kind of paces around the four of you. And he says, um, Sorry, uh, where did you say you guys are from again? I'm from Waterdeep. I don't know if I can eat this. I'm I'm really sorry. Oh, that's all right. And Kraloth takes it and eats it himself. Mm. And you see, like, immediately a look of sadness <laughs> across his face. <laughs> and Kirill, you should pretend to die all of a sudden. <laughs> that would be good, actually. He hasn't got a beating heart. <laughs> <laughs> from from Waterdeep, hey? Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's pretty far away, right? It is. I'm, I don't, yeah. I'm not very super well-traveled. Your turn. Yeah, where are you from? Uh, mm-hmm. And Kraloth walks behind him so that he's in between the group. In the name of a friend of mine caught Nine Joe, where did you come from and where did you go? Make it more dwarven. Coulter-esque boulder fellow. <laughs> <laughs> that just loses all of me. <laughs> I love 
love the name Coulter-esque Boulder Fellow. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Good. Coulter. In the name of an old friend, Coltonite Drobe, <laughs> where did you come from and where did you go? Where did you come from, Balger Theothon? You got my name better than I did. Good for you. Um, I, I'm good with names. I guess it couldn't uh, hurt to talk too much about that. Uh, I, I came from here. The high forest is my home. Though I guess you wouldn't really know it based on how good of a survivalist I am. And he looks up regretfully at the tree. Mm. Well, you survived, so can't be that bad. How did you trigger the trap? Uh, that's a great question. I was trying my best to be observant. But it was dark and uh, classic, right? You see here, and he goes over the trap and he starts explaining how it was constructed. This, uh, this is the trip line here. It's got a noose around the bottom and then it's pulled in place with this thin twig, which I must have dislodged with an errant footfall. Um, clearly, it hoisted me up and then up there, there's the mechanism that throws the net on you and uh, right. left swing. Do you know who made the trap? <laughs> I, uh, I, I may have been set up and I'm, I'm pretty pissed about it. Honestly, I'm, I'm a little ticked off. Mm. This is supposed to be fair and square. And I think that there's something else going on here. And he looks accusingly at the surrounding woods. And if you can hear me, I am going to show you. For sure. Can I roll insight on him? Yeah, definitely. Ooh, 19 plus. Mm. Six. 25. Fuck yeah. Well done. This guy is clearly trying his very best to keep secret from you something that is important to be a secret, like some kind of something he's been entrusted with. Mm. But the way that he's acting right now indicates that he's part of something that he's consented to mm-hmm. and he is doing a bad job of it and he feels like he's failing. Well, um, it looks like you've got a story to tell and uh, we got a few minutes and I got more treats. Well, we, we, we need to make camp somewhere soon anyways. Maybe we could start a fire. Yeah? Are you guys... So you guys are just traveling through the woods around here, right? Yeah, I mean, like, this is no Shadow Top Cathedral, um, but I'm sure we can find somewhere comfortable for the evening. Did you come directly from the east? Uh, well, I mean, the it hasn't been a straight path, but... You didn't happen to see a tiefling anywhere, did you? Tiefling? T- tall, tall, young man, red skin, curling black horns, mm. kind of an asshole. Mm. Uh, what's their name? It's know. not ringing a bell. The last time I seen a my tiefling. Recollection. I mean, I His don't. name is kind of an asshole. <laughs> uh, uh, well, no, we didn't really see anybody. Uh, it w- His name's Thynelius. Thynelius. Uh, no, we definitely didn't meet any Tieflings named Thynelius. Well, we didn't really meet anybody. <laughs> we just we've been we've been hiking through the woods. Uh, is he? Uh, and uh, Doran's kind of looking at Red for permission. <laughs> is he a uh, barbarian of some sort? No. Uh, what? No. Shit, what's the word? What's the not barbarian? What's oh, you're talking about the tribe that we just yeah. left? Yeah, what are they called? Uh, yeah. No, Uthgard. They were barbarians. Yeah. Uthgard, yeah. Yeah. Is it bar- barbarian or, or, or any, any you know, are you part of a barbarian tribe? No. Hoping I don't get scolded. <laughs> don't get me scolded. It's just not. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> it's a very Doran question. Yeah. <laughs> not part of a barbarian tribe. <laughs> no, because he, can he go invisible? <laughs> Wait, you mean the tiefling? Yeah. No, I mean, that's basically the only shot that I have at this point is that I, I can do this. And he snaps his fingers and he turns invisible. Oh, oh that's right. Furbogs can turn invisible. And then he snaps his fingers again and he's like, but that's basically it. And I just fused it. I, I get one. And I just, uh, All right, not I, thinking is the problem. Why don't not we make, thinking. I can't, I'm not eating. I'm not need, sleeping. I've been here three whole days. I can make a lovely safe space around a fire. Nobody will be able to get in and get you. You can take an hour or two to collect your mind, figure out where you're at, be out of a tree and safe for a minute. I'm not supposed to get help, though, is the problem. And you guys, honestly, you seem really sweet. And 
And the fact that you let me down from the tree, even to begin with, should disqualify me. So maybe I'm maybe I'm ruined anyway. Maybe this whole thing is already a bust. For what? Or maybe you don't need to tell us exactly what. Maybe I could guess. Yeah. I can tell you're not telling us the whole truth. And yeah. I understand that there are certain things that can't be said. So yeah. maybe I can just make vague references and you could tell us yes or no. Relief just washes over his face. Uh, that's not, that doesn't sound like it's against the law. Of course it's not against the law, nor the rules. Right? Yeah. Uh, there's also many ways of uh, communication. Like my friend here, he can send messages directly to your brain. No, I can't. Not you. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Doran's like, I don't know magic thread. <laughs> you like, it's panic. Was I supposed to learn magic? Oh, Wait, no. am I broadcasting my thoughts right now? Oh, no. Uh... <laughs> That's good. Look, why don't we just start off with a few yes or no questions? Okay. While Jack sets up the camp, if yeah. that's still something you yeah, want to yeah. do, Jack. Um, I don't know. Um, Jack, right? It's Jack. That's me, yep. Is there a way that you can do it very... And he gets very close to your face and puts his giant, furry, blue face directly beside your giant... I mean, your regular size, normal half-elf face. Very discreetly. Yeah. The camp's invisible. P- perfect. Oh, Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll be under a snow-colored dome. You you won't be able to see it. Nobody could tell. This is amazing. Ah, thank you. Once we're in the dome of silence, you you can feel comfortable. Let's... He makes a gesture and he says, "Praise Lyra." Lyra, classic. <laughs> and he kicks at the snow. No, uh, Doran looks over at uh, Jack. Pretend none of I didn't say that. Do I recognize the name Lyra? You can roll a religion check. I'd love to. 31. Hey. Wow. You don't know off the top uni- of your head. I'm picturing a unicorn <laughs> goddess, but... I'm picturing a no. dollar. Jack, you know this to be, a.k.a., the Lady of Deception. Ah. <laughs> Lyra worshippers practice trickery. They basically are known to be liars and uh, very deceitful. Hmm. And if this creature is thanking this goddess, they at least ascribe to some of these. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Don't love that, truthfully. Uh, but when in the high forest, uh, I'm not going to react too, too strongly to that. going to continue to make camp until I uh, get a moment to... Maybe Red's come back with some, some piece of making camp and everybody else is scrambling around to get firewood or something. Just, sure, just sure. a moment to to say, hey, not not for nothing. Yeah. When when he said praise Lyra over there, that's that's you know the the lady of deception, the lady of the mists, the goddess of illusions. It's kind of a kind of a shady person, but I I'm just throwing it out there because I don't I don't want to. Yeah, no, I pegged him as a liar immediately as well. Whatever he's saying about not being involved in anything, he obviously. I don't want to get accused. Of tarring everyone with the same brush, let alone someone worship an actual devil, and we think they're a little sketch. I'm just throwing that out there. That's who we praise. Everyone slow pans towards Kraloth. <laughs> Kraloth is eating treats. Or the time the Asmodean worshippers, I got shit for eyeing them a little bit, but that's fine. Learning my lesson, just throwing that out there. Oh, you're uh, saying that we shouldn't tar you with the feathers? Uh, honestly, if I, every time Jack comes up with like, a worshiper of this, he, he's a little gun shy. I don't think there's anything wrong with framing it with information. We're mm. not judging the guy. And I think you're right to not judge him because that's what we're learning, not to judge people. But framing it is important. Mm-hmm. And framing that he believes somebody who has trickery is the master and framing it that we know right now he's lying about what he's telling us are both important. Do I trust mm-hmm. him? No. Does he seem like a perfectly fine person? Absolutely. Are we having this like open voiced conversation he's just standing like, there like away from uh, him <laughs> i was i was assuming it was just red and i just red. i thought it was red i thought it was just it's you just and red too. and yeah. jack maybe baljor and Kraloth are and, uh, and doran they're, they're making a fire yeah the three of us and doran's yeah. like kind of talking baljor's ear off you know mm-hmm. there's so much of a distraction <laughs> he won't notice that red and I love that. jack are talking regardless it's a good point and i i'm i don't think it's a good lesson and i'm not saying that we want to tar anybody framing is important though Anyway, I 
he did lie about whatever he said. Uh, and I think I get the impression that he doesn't want to overtly say it. So I feel like in Mazda, we used to play this game where if you spoke of it, you were eliminated from the game. You know, it was sort of like a hide and seek certain thing. It was a test of your stealth and dexterity and skill overall. I'm wondering if it might be a similar thing, and I don't want to hurt his chances in anything major. So I feel like we sh- could ask some some questions that might make it what, easier for him. What if we framed it as like two truths and a lie? And it's just a game about having to guess the, which one of he's lying about. And you've got a pretty good sense of what, what he might say. I think you could figure out which one. As long as he's okay. I would be more nervous that someone's watching him. And whether or not it's a lie, the minute the words leave his mouth, he becomes disqualified. What we could do is ask him things like, are you currently part of a game? Yes or no? Nod or, or shake your well, head. Well, I, I will leave it to you to take point. Uh, at least inside the the tiny hut, we should be safe from most kinds of intrusion. Right. Or maybe, I mean, maybe inside the hut, he'll, he won't worry at all. But anyway, yeah, let's go get him. He's he's finally taken one of Kralot's biscuits and is chewing on it nervously. Poison damage. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the poisoned one. <laughs> and then after the war, I went back to the Great Peak Mountains, and I was uh-huh. again a blacksmith. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I, I enjoy it. Uh-huh. It's like therapeutic to me uh-huh. i i can focus on my work and and people seem uh-huh. to enjoy the stuff i create but uh-huh. then i was delivering some hey baljo come back in we want to talk to you inside the hut yeah okay well anyways i met these three and uh yeah and so here we are he's gone doran he went into the hut <laughs> anyways i just figure <laughs> at this point in my life I, i'm happy just doing whatever you know i'm not quite Oh. Doran's just sitting by the fire by himself, poking at it with a stick, still just talking, just by himself. And I am, you know, I am resilient to poisons and whatnot. And so I mean, Red Baldur and Jack enter the hut. Yeah, this this lovely Jesus dome of Christ. white. Uh, against the the constant chatter of Doran Iron Fist from outside the tent, we hear the following conversation. Always fun to edit within constant chatter. Mm-hmm. Just trying to find the <laughs> slot mm-hmm. that, like, makes sense. Have fun. And another thing. Yeah. Uh, Baljor, you can't be seen or heard in this. Do you still want me to be cryptic, or do you feel comfortable to just tell us what's going on? I can tell you. I know this is a tiny hut. Uh, oh, I'm, you know the spell. Uh, I, I, I don't cast it personally. I'm just a novice, so um, oh. I can't. I'm still accessing the depths of my untold powers. All right, well, lay it on us, stud. Why were you really in that trap? And why were you really trying to keep information from us? We know that you subscribe to something, whether it be some challenge or test or whatnot. And we know that you have a role in it. So lay it on us. As he speaks, he takes a seat cross-legged at one edge of the tiny hut and folds his hands in his lap. Where's the edge in a round room? God, he's good. Oh, God. That's, he's a, good. that's a mystery for the ages. Red goes insane. <laughs> <laughs> and his eyes search the ceiling of this hut, looking up through this semi-translucent ceiling up to the canopy above. All my life, I wanted to be a part of the Order of Raal. My, my grandmother uh, was a member and... Well, honestly, I thought I was a shoo-in because, like, Furbolg, right? You can turn invisible. You can talk to plants if they're if they're feeling super chatty or, uh, you know, illusory magic. I got a little bit of that going on. But I've been a novice for four years now, and that's more than anyone else. So finally, they said I could I could do the right. I could do it. Um, just just after you know the new year and. Uh, and then they told me that I was going to be partnered against Thynelius. And I knew it was going to be trouble. We have to stay out here within the prescribed area of the high forest for 10 days. And we can't get caught in an illusion or a trap of any kind. That's, the, that's how you win. And it's supposed to be one or the other that we get to ascend to the rank of apprentice or fall back to novicehood, and I just don't think I'm going to make it. Thynelius is a jerk. I think he set that trap for me, and I've been doing my best to just find something to eat, and he's got, like, rope tricks. It's bad. 
It's really bad. Red leans close to Jack and just whispers in his ear. I'm really glad that you and I are friends again. Aww. Just been thinking about that, sorry. And I go back to the other guy. Yeah, all that sounds pretty interesting. Can I roll insight on him? Absolutely. That is a dirty 20. Ooh. Mm. Underlining everything that he's telling you is regret. Regret that he's even had to rely on these outsiders. Regret that he's maybe even taken this path in his life. Regret that maybe Thynelius and him aren't friends. Just this this furbolg in front of you is dripping with it. Seems like you regret a lot of your life, friend. Maybe. Who doesn't have regrets? Jack. Wait. Yeah, Jack. Do you not have any regrets, Jack? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't, there, there's a couple of things I'd do different. Yep. Uh, like what? Tell us one thing. So one time I made a pact with a uh, an imp, then that was a real bad call. Oh, yeah. Those guys are assholes. Yeah. I got regrets, too. Like what? What do you regret? Oh, one time I tried to ride a flat corn. You ever seen those? They're real pointy and they go right up your... And then I like scan to Jack who's like looking disappointedly at me. Oh, and also I was an assassin for a ruthless guild for many years. <laughs> Look, we all have regrets. The important thing is that, uh, you know, we sort of self-realize whether or not the path we're on is the right path for us. That's definitely something that Jack and I have been questioning ourselves. I just want to make my family proud. Right, but let me ask you a question. A real question. This order of Raal or whatever, is it really what you want to do with your life? Well, I think that maybe if I, if I gain the rank of apprentice, then I'll feel more like at home. I just haven't made very many friends, so... Uh... Right, right, right. But all that aside, let's pretend for a second you were born where you were and, and you had no pressures from your family to support this order. What would you want to do? Where would you want to go? You said you hadn't been well-traveled, and maybe that's your desire to stay in this forest, but is there any place you'd rather see? Anything you'd rather do? I mean, maybe. I, I've been kind of single-minded about this whole thing so far, to tell you the truth. Wow, that's really interesting perspective, Red. Well, look, I'm coming from a very recent uh, admission to my friends here that the path I thought I had to be on was no longer the one I needed to walk. So clearly it's rattling around my brain. I took it upon myself, after a little bit of help by meeting some important people, that I wanted to do something different with my life. And all I'm asking is, look, maybe uh, Thenalius, or whatever his name is, is beating you at this because maybe he's sort of meant to be part of this order. Like, he sounds like he's skilled. As much as you find him a jerk, nothing you've said makes us think he's a villain in any way. Yeah, I know. You're probably right. That's me again. Being a bad judge of character. What's the ethos of the order anyways? Well, what? What's that word mean? It's like a sphere. Uh, what's what's the order of Raal all about? Um, I mean, I'm not really supposed to talk about it again, but like, you guys seem really, really nice. You're like really nice. It's kind of weird how nice you are being. We're having to a whole me. moment. Uh, it's a it's a it's a building moment for us. So we, you you found us yeah, on we a good day. Killed a lot of innocent people to get here. <laughs> Some of us have. Well, the Order of Rawl, uh We worship uh, the goddess Lyra. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's like known for like illusion magic and trickery. So um, we practice that as a mode of worship. It's pretty harmless. We're actually, our order's not allowed to use any practical skills or abilities to like make uh, money or gain power. So mostly um, we we just, I mean, some measure of chaos can obviously be expected by that, but it's considered offensive to the goddess. So it's, it's mostly um, kind of like an intellectual pursuit, honestly. I mean, this whole rite seems a little bit... Um, beneath us but i think it's probably just tradition at this point let me let me throw this at you and i i'm by no means a lyran um but if if the idea was you can't you need to survive on your own here there's no limits to what tools you can use as i understand it is that yeah and y- such such people who dedicated to trickery 
for you to be able to dupe and trick whoever you happen across into oh. becoming the tools you need to succeed at your mission. That doesn't seem he cottons beyond on. the realm. Like it, it seems very of the ethos. So I don't think anything that's happened so far necessarily crosses a line. It might even be the intended lesson you're out here to learn. What if I tricked you t- into helping me? I mean, maybe, but... As innocent passers-by with no no idea of my true intention. Look, man, if you want to do that, sure. If you really want to belong to this order, you can. I think, I think Jack and I are coming at this from two different perspectives. And I think Jack is entirely right. Understanding that that would mean that you really do want to do this with your life. If that's true, and you're not feeling just the pressures of your family as you sort of vaguely inferred, then absolutely, we can do whatever you want us to do. We don't give a shit. But if you're doing this just to appease your family or appease the small circle of influence that you've had, I strongly suggest there may be another way of just saying, fuck it, I'm going to go my own way and carve my own path towards whatever destination I want. There's so much out there in this world and the worlds beyond, and believe you, me, we've seen a few different versions of those so far. Absolutely, yeah. That can appeal to you. And and you seem like a person, frankly, not really interested in in being as deceitful as this Lyra might desire her followers to be. Or you're the best, and we've all been duped, in which case you don't need to be talking to us right now because you've succeeded. Yeah. I mean... I think you're speaking a lot of truth, Red. The problem is that I can't actually leave the order until I ascend to my the highest level, um, or else, like, I have to keep the secrets and then do the rite of ascension. Well, what's more trickery than just fucking off one day? Literally. If you just start heading south, hell, we'll take you to the next town. We're heading to Evelyn. You can follow with us. Yeah, I'm you're sure. Not wrong. I'm sure they. I hopefully they don't hunt you down and kill your friends or anything. I mean, they're a peaceful order. If they went from we don't use these beliefs to hurt people to we're gonna fucking kill one of our own, <laughs> I would be very hard pressed. It'd to be a wild it. swing. Yeah. Okay. Now look, 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 look. The, the truth of the matter is, regardless of what Jack and I are saying, it's up to you. If you want to be part of the order, then we'll help you. Sure, why not? If you if you think that there might be more for you beyond these trees, then consider that and we can help you. No matter what, we're here to help you. You let us know what you want. We'll make it happen. And if you really just want someone to talk your ear off, Doran's out there, I'm sure continuing the story. And then I met you guys, mm. and next thing you know, we're saving the world mm. from giants of all things. Like, mm. here's the smallest man, you know, trying to face the biggest man. Yeah. Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Christopher Ryan Evans, Alexander Reed, Merlin, Mitchell Cadwell, Michael and Brianna Weber, Brian Blass, Heather Nichols, Colin Burkhart, Daniel, Kara Smith-Blass, Doug, Gray, Jackie and Rain, Creature, Stephen Lovett, Jessica Orrit, Jonah Goldman, Melanie Xian, Lars, and Mari Kaniski. See you soon! This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.